Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Delaney. So what? You are neither nifty nor hotshot today. That depends what mood I'm in. No, just um, just Sam Delaney. Some days I'm in that mood. Okay, all right. Some days I just want to be plain, humble, as yeah. I was born, Sam Delaney. Vanilla Sam. And I, like. I just don't want any of the, the baggage yeah. and, uh, slash stigma yeah. that those other personas can carry with them sometimes. I can imagine. Yeah, it must be tough because people come to you in the street and expect you to be, always be switched on as they either nifty or hotshot. It's like, you know, sometimes Madonna, she mm. wakes up, she goes, I don't want to be Madonna today. I just want to be plain old Margaret Smith, which yeah. was her birth real name. name. Yeah. I just want to be Margaret Smith, plain old Margaret Smith. Yeah. From downtown Chicago. <laughs> and she'll put on a little headscarf and a pair of spectacles. Yeah. And she'll dress down in an old an old uh, house court. And she'll and, get her, dar- her, tartan, her tartan shopping trolley. Yeah, exactly. And she'll just go down the shops, pick up her groceries, keep yeah. her head down, and just enjoy yeah. being anonymous. So buy her eggs and then mm. get home and boil them all it's up. It's like Cher. When Cher wakes up in the morning and someday mm. she's like, I'm not going to be Cher today. I'm, I'm gonna just going to be gonna Sheila be. Collins. Sheila Collins. Plain old Sheena Collins from... The suburbs of Wisconsin. Connecticut, that's it. (laughs) I always get muddled up. And she just wants to, like, kick back, watch a bit of daytime telly. Yeah. Yeah? She'll go to the library. (laughs) Have a wank. Take her her books back to the library in her slippers, probably. Go home, have a sandwich, and have a frig. Have a what? Chill herself off, as I think they say. And then put on one of her favourite records... Yeah, and you know, and it, which watched, won't be a share record, by the way. Maybe he's watched "Come Dine with Me" all the way through, yeah. like all five episodes back to back on more four. That's yeah, good. Exactly. Good then maybe have hours. a glass of something in the evening, like Stone's ginger wine. Yeah, something good, like that. Good old share. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're on. Uh, we're getting towards the end, I think, of the twit feels like we're approaching the end, but who knows how many fucking weeks that'll take. We're at the chapter which is called The Furniture Goes Up. Mm. And of course, uh, the, in case you just joining us now, the monkeys and the roly-poly bird and the other birds 
have all been um, trying to turn the, the Twitter house upside down while they're out buying mm-hmm. guns, and they've glued the carpet to the ceiling with the uh, special glue, and now they're going to put the furniture up there as well. Uh, now the table, the big table, shouted Mugglewump. Turn the table upside down and put a dull, a sticky glue on the bottom of each leg. Then we shall stick that onto the ceiling as well. Uh, will it stay there? They cried. Is the glue strong enough to hold it up? It's the strongest glue in the world, Mugglewump replied. It's the special bird-catching, bird-killing glue for smearing on trees. Please, said the roly-poly bird. I have asked you before not to mention <laughs> that subject. <laughs> <laughs> Touch the nerve there with the roly poly bird. Fucking uh, Please, for fuck's sake, can we just talk less about the bird killing and more about the gluing? He says, "How would you like it if it was you, if it was monkey pie they made every Wednesday and all your friends had been boiled up and I went on talking about it?" And he can it's talk. A bit, it's a bit, um, little bit foreshadowing the kind of. Snowflake generation of today, mm. isn't it? Roly poly uh, bird, of. there. Little bit like anything you say, I will find an angle to take offence <laughs> on behalf yeah. of my ancestry and yeah. kin. Yeah, or any other um, oppressed minority that I can think of. But in this and while case, I think, and while I think it is important for us all to, mm. you know, um, be mindful of of the past and mm. to try and be more respectful and be progressive in the way that we treat others. Yep. At the same time, don't be a cunt about it. That's just, you know the under, that's just the underlying message that underpins all of the podcasts we do. Don't be a cunt. Fuck's sake. It, right? It's all very well, right? Uh, we should all respect one another and we should all try to be polite and well-mannered and... But don't go around going full circle so you become the cunt do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like yeah. you're trying so hard to tell others not to be a cunt that you yourself end up being the biggest cunt of all the, of them the king cunt yeah Stop king it. cunt yeah so yeah so who's the cunt here it's the monkey isn't it it's muggle one or is well, it roly poly bird th- roly poly bird's being a little bit of a cunt but you know yeah well, I mean, that's, that's in keeping with his character, isn't it? I do beg your pardon, said Mugglebump. I'm so excited I hardly know what I'm saying. Well, that's not an excuse, is it? He's the cunt now. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Jim Davidson came out with that. Sorry, I get so excited. I yeah. don't know what I'm saying sometimes. The adrenaline's flowing. I'll just get really, really mm. excited. And uh, before you know it, I've been saying stuff about Do you think people. that's Lawrence Fox's excuse? He's excited. That he gets so excited. He, he forgets that he's being a prick. I think it might be, yeah. That mm. or he's been funded by shadowy right-wing cabals um, operating out of Tufton Street in London. Could be that as well, don't know. Um, <laughs> um, the Taxpayers Alliance. I mean, I was onto this fucking years ago. Who the fuck are the Taxpayers Alliance? Who do they represent? Which taxpayers? I'm a taxpayer, the you're Koch a taxpayer. Brothers. The Koch brothers. <laughs> it's them, isn't it? The- I think that it might well be, yeah. There's a fella called, is it Robert Muller? He's involved as well, isn't he? Right. Well, it's all been funded I, by these I cunts. I read a book, or like, you know, I say read. I familiarised myself with I the person's points. <laughs> and, uh, I, did, I did get the book, but I didn't fucking read it cover to cover. I dipped in and out so I could get my head around what the fuck was going on. <laughs> and it's called Dark Money. 
Right. And it's basically about the, these two industrialists from the States, billionaire industrialists from the Koch States brothers. called the Koch brothers, K-O-C-H. Yeah. And they tried to... Spelling. They tried to run for for Congress in the 80s, I think, 80s and 90s, because they, you know, they, they basically wanted smaller government and more freedom to practice, less you tax. know, ext- extreme capitalism and pay less tax. So they tried to run for Congress. It didn't work out. And they decided that what was more powerful than just them as individuals sitting in Congress and trying to change things was to basically put their money into changing like the mindset on mass yeah and and so it's called dark money because it was these cop brothers started funding all these think tanks all over the world setting them up as fronts for other things but really there's a link between everything you know that is behind anything that's a believer in deregulation lower taxation more corporate freedom it's basically been drip fed money going back to these guys and presumably their associates. So, and these, these whether, think tanks whether were, that be Lawrence Fox or, for all we know, the estate of Roald Dahl. Well, Lawrence Fox's political party that he's setting up apparently is operating out of the same address as some of these other think tanks, which is funded by this dark money. Um, and I mean, we're getting a bit of fucking conspiracy theory wormholes. Not stuff really, here, though. I mean, this is well documented, isn't it? Yeah. This is this is well documented by credible journalists, um, not like the the conspiracy theory fringe journalists and of the world, bloggers, these, journalists in inverted commas. The trouble is, you get these cunts from like the Taxpayers Alliance and other similar groups and think tanks appearing on like Rolling News regularly because that, that's what they exist for to turn up on these things and just fucking spout their message across, which gets back yeah. to my fucking big opinion big opinion which is there's far too much news we don't need as much news as we've got there's too much yes. airtime to be filled just have yeah. the news on a dinner time tea time and at night time well because what you get when you've got that amount of time to be filled not only do you get non-news being reported stuff that's being inflated to sort of in the importance of genuine news just to justify it but also, what you get is opinion, because there's yeah. nothing cheaper to produce yeah. than opinion. All you have to do is get a willing gobshite, mm-hmm. and I can tell you, having been a professional gobshite myself Absolutely. for much of my career, yep. that these cunts, they turn up fucking nothing. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I always charged, right? Of Unless it was Radio 4, because there's a certain <laughs> gravitas... <laughs> And actually, with the BBC, you will always get paid whether you ask or not, because they will send you a sort of very random check for like a... Or or in the old days, it was a check. Now, I suppose it probably gets paid in Japan. But it's like for a strange amount that they calculate on the basis of all sorts of very transparent but weird sort of criteria. So you'll get, for your appearance on the Today programme last month, here is your check for... £52.13. That's interesting. I was on Five Live Breakfast once and I had a negotiator fee. They weren't going to pay me. Is that right? Well, it might have been an independent or something like that. But certainly when I'd done most BBC radio as a contributor, 
you get sent a strange amount of money. They wanted me. I would never ask. If it was Radio 4, I don't give a shit. But if it's anyone else, especially a commercial entity, you ask for money. But what I know, for instance, when when I was hosting on talk radio, Mm. the guests, you know, that... I don't mean to insult some of the people who contributed to my show, one of whom was some you. Of, I was going to say one of whom was <laughs> I just myself. Remembered. No, but, you know, you'd get these people, if they're talking about politics, right, they would come on and they would put themselves forward. And sometimes I would think, well, why are they spending so much time in radio studios when they're not being paid for it? And I was thinking, aha, maybe they are being paid for it, but just not, not by, by us. Station. Yeah, exactly. Well, Which I never got suspicious. paid by you. No, and I wasn't we, representing any remember, shadowy organisation. It was purely well, self-serving. Hang on. You came on, I distinctly remember, to do a sausage roll review once on my talk radio show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I had my suspicions that you were on, whether it was the Cock Brothers or Greg's or whoever, I felt you should have been a bit more transparent about who was funding do you, your operations. Do you think I was in the pier of big pastry? Yes, and I, I, I wasn't going to bring this up, but there are a lot of rumours that fly around on Twitter. It's like yeah. Andy Dawson gives it all the big one, as if he's some independent fucking snack fan, right? Because he knows he's an influencer. But I happen to know that he is, yeah, he is basically controlled by Big Pastry, namely Greg's. Yeah, <laughs> and you put shit out on your social media channels as if it's all just independent, casual stuff. But you know it has a big e- it has a big impact on the fucking pastry stock market. <laughs> what weirdly, you say is in and out. Weirdly, the thing when I was on Five Live Breakfast was about my beige diet and my my, <laughs> my. It was during the World Cup, and it was about me World Cup fucking piggery diet. And they got they me on. Remember that they got me on, yeah. and they got they got a woman nutritionist on as well to try and argue the oh, other side. No. To try and convince Your me nemesis. To, to, to convince me to get into like uh, uh, brightly coloured foods, as she said, because they're the healthiest. The brighter <laughs> the colour of the food, the healthier it what, is. Like what, like uh, opal fruits? Opal fruits. <laughs> they're good, isn't they? Because everyone's a different colour. Except sometimes I got Skittles. a packet once, and I'm not joking. You seven out of the ten. Opal fruits in the packet were all yellow. Don't worry, though. I wrote off to them, and they 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 saw me all right. I won't say what they did, but they saw me all right because they didn't want me kicking up a fuss. But you do get that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. Jalapeno. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jalapeño. Um, how did we get to this? It was the Roly Poly Bird, I think. Do we think the Roly Poly Bird is being paid by the Cock Brothers? Wouldn't be surprised. Because his message is strong, isn't it? His message is strong. His message is strong, and it's about deregulation, because he's all about fly wherever you want. He's, you don't, you yeah. can't have people giving you rules and laying down fucking regulations. Fuck that. He's very much a libertarian, isn't he? The he Roly is, Poly yeah. Bird. He's a big-time libertarian. <laughs> so... 
uh, I call myself more of an Epicurean. <laughs> right? Which means I am devoted to personal pleasure. As long, as long as that does not impinge upon the happiness or the rights of others I mean, to do I, as they wish. I'm not a fucking nihilist. Do you know what I mean? No. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I am an Epicurean. Right? If I if I fancy a steak, for example, I'll have a steak. And by the way, being a bird like me, fucking easiest thing in the world to swoop down, especially in the summer months when there's a lot of barbecues or outdoor restaurants, you know, grills. <laughs> a lot of these um, Argentinian-style steakhouses, they'll have outdoor grill. Well, I could just fly straight to Argentina to the sauce mm. and I'll fly straight, swoop down, pick up a steak of my choice, fuck off, eat it Scoff up in the tree. <laughs> and that's my right as a roly-poly bird he's very much in the uh, the same realm as the crow isn't he yeah I think in mindset and even the seagull I mean you probably don't get the seagull so much where you live but fucking hell if you try to go you do you do get my... seagulls in London what because of the river I don't know what they're doing I think they come inland to London because that's where all the best rubbish is well, all. well that, that's exactly the same as me if you go to the coast here you try and mm. eat fish and chips Near the beach, chances are seagulls going to swoop down. Yeah, and try and nick I've the seen chips. it happen. It I've seen lot. it happen, and they're aggressive cunts. Um, but yeah, I don't think the roly poly bird is like. A, I mean, they're in it for the trouble, not just the food. They like causing trouble. They're hooligans. Sport, isn't it? Yeah. Roly poly bird sees himself more as a kind of a. Um, yeah, I think he, sort of, he sees himself as sort of like akin to in a human world. I'd say the closest person you could compare me to in the human world would be the late actor Peter O'Toole. Yeah? (laughs) Someone who likes, but put simply, he enjoys pleasure. I like the finer things in life. I don't mind. I'm not ashamed of it. Fine wine, wine, women, song, fine foods, fine silks. Yeah? Fine chocolates from Belgium. All the best things you can have. Why not have them? Truffles. <laughs> in summer, in summer, I go to south of France and I have my lobster, right? In winter, I'm up in the fucking Alps, aren't I? Right? Doing my skiing, bird skiing. <laughs> That's the life I've chosen and it doesn't hurt anyone else. Much. <laughs> But of course, you're socialists of this world, right? And yes, you, you're if you Owen must Joneses. Know, not just you're Owen Jones. I would, to be honest, if you come from my political perspective, I see not much difference politically between Boris Johnson and Owen Jones. I see them all as part of big government, right? In the hands, probably, of the military-industrial complex, right? <laughs> All designed to tax my hard-earned money away from me to pay for what? I don't know, some scroungers to, you know, go on their bingo holidays. No, no. And it's all a fucking facade. But Boris Johnson, trust me, he is not a conservative. And Donald Trump too. Socialist as far as I'm concerned. They're all fucking socialist. They all want to take... What's mine and give it to those who have got their hands out the whole time, right? They believe and the only difference is how much they want to do it. I think they shouldn't be doing it at all. Yeah, yeah. 
And meanwhile, the bingo holiday industry is thriving like never before. And it can't be right. Sir, it can't be right. So John Bingo holiday is fucking sat in his mansion laughing his fucking head off. And don't worry about his tax bill. It's non-existent because he's fucking registered in the Panama Islands. The fact which that is, I... By the way, what I'll be doing as well. The fact that I can go out tomorrow, buy a copy of The Sun, and then a week later... I'm on a holiday that I've paid nine quid for. That is wrong in anyone's book. I don't even know how it works, but it's wrong. That, to me, right there, encapsulates everything that is wrong with our society. Yeah? And I fucking, believe me, I've written letters to President (laughs) Trump about this. Have I ever had a reply? Have I fuck? Because he doesn't want to (laughs) know. Not I a blight, not a stroke of fucking difference has been made since he got in. IKEA as well, right? That stuff's decent, right? I'll give them that, but it's cheap. How are they turning a profit? How much tax are they paying? Answer me that. It don't fucking add up. It don't fucking add up. And people go, oh, you go there for the food as much as for the furniture. Like fuck, are they turning profit from, from knocking out fucking meatballs? A fucking Bollocks. hot dog for 50 pence? Fuck off. The, the, there's, the, 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 it just it doesn't make any economic sense at all. <laughs> See, I think people look at me and they think he's just a fun laugh, and I am. You know, oh, he, he's a guy, he's always good for a laugh when he turns up in the booze and we know we're going to have a good time here. A few, few good stories about his adventures. Yeah, fine. I am a good laugh, yeah? But what people don't know about me is I think, I think a lot. I read a lot, yeah? yeah. I think... I read, I watch, and I listen, right? And I, believe me, I fucking know what's going on. I this, fucking know. People people say, they say, oh, he's the roly-poly, but it's a, it's a good laugh. But it's not just that. The ones who pay attention, they know they'll learn something as well. It's not yeah. just about having a good laugh. It's interesting, and it's educational. Because, you know, I've got a lot I make st- you, I make you smile while you learn. It's yeah. a word that I invented is edutainment, right? It's that's a mix there of education and yeah. entertainment. I am like have you ever seen the film Dead Poet Society, right? With that Robert Robert Williams, right? <laughs> the late Robert Williams. Yeah. He topped himself, didn't he? Yeah. And I'm not fucking surprised. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> Great film. And it's about a teacher, right? But the, the kiddies, they like it, but learning all the boring shite that they have to learn, like poetry and all that shit, because he's a good laugh, right? Yeah. And that's what I see. My, I, I saw that film when I were a younger bird, and that was when I was like, bang! I weren't called Roly-Poly Bird mm. back then, you know? I was just called Roland Bird, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it was after watching Dead Poet Society, I watched it through the window of a Rumbelows. Um <laughs> And they showed the old film. I, I hovered then, outside. It was, it was back in the days where they just used to leave the tellies on in the windows overnight. It was on at like half nine, but, you know, tellies so used still to on. stick a, a late film on at about nine on Channel 4. It run till 11. It was a Saturday night, so most cunts were out at the pub. But I weren't. Can't remember for why, right? And I, and I, I started watching. I thought, I'll give it a go. Two hours later, it had flown by. I thought, is it over already? 
two hours I'd watch that film without fucking blinking outside of Rumblows. I'd had to lip read, obviously, because I couldn't hear it through the glass. But it didn't matter. I got the point. And the point was, here is a teacher who's able to educate kids by making them laugh. And that was when I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to spread my gospel. But the first decision I made was, got to get myself a better name than Roland Bird. So that's when I thought, bang, roly-poly bird. Straight away, you're thinking, this bloke sounds like he's a lot of fun. I'll tell you this as well. Have you ever heard the phrase, you need to sugarcoat the pill? You need to sugarcoat the pill. I heard that was. Do you know who, do you know who said that? It was a rapper, Ice Cube. He said that in an interview back in 1996, I think it was. And I read that, I thought, aye, you're right there, Ice. You've got it right. That's what you've got to do. You can entertain people and educate them at the same time, but you've got to sugarcoat the pill. That's what I do. You got, you, you're, you're educating them by stealth. Yeah. yeah. Half the time, you sit have half hour with me. You go on, you tell the missus all oh, that roly poly bird were down the, the pub. Oh, I fucking piss me pants laughing. He's always going, yeah. And she goes, oh, that's great. You like him. But then what you don't realise has actually happened is that I have injected knowledge into your fucking mind when you weren't looking. Like a master, like a street, like that dynamite, the street magician. I've, kind of, I've planted seeds. I'm like a, a mind gardener. Basically, that's yeah. what I do. I plant seeds in your mind, and then they they grow and they come to fruition. And you find yourself, you know, your, your whole outlook on life's changed, all because of me. And you don't know how or why, but it's happened. And it's because I made a choice that day after seeing that Robert Williams in the window of, of, of Rumblows. I thought, this is it, Roland. I thought to myself, this is how you spread the word about big government and the threat of the military-industrial complex, right? This is how you spread the word of personal freedom, low taxation, libertarian government, yeah? You do it with fun and laughter. Getting back, getting back though, to Robert Williams' suicide, I can see why why he felt <laughs> compelled to do that, because it's, it's that old tears of a clown thing, isn't it? People yeah. say, roly-poly bird, good laugh down the pub, but, you know, I have my moments of sadness as well. Sometimes when I'm alone, I, I, I get I get sort of haunted by dark thoughts, and it's hard to pull myself out of it. But yeah, I can see why he did it. I really can. Sad. I fi- me, right? I find it hard. I find it hard to open up sometimes. Yeah. Right. It's all like oh, good laugh, lot of banter, that sort of thing. Right. But uh, to me, the way I was raised, <clears throat> my dad, right, Roland Bird Senior, right. <laughs> He he were he were old school, right? And what that meant was you didn't talk about your feelings. You didn't cry. Fuck no. no. If I cried in front of my old man, he would have gone fucking busy. He wouldn't have known what to do. No. I'll tell you this as well. He never hugged me. He never once never. hugged me. I don't ever remember was, that. He, I'd he, have done out to have those big wings of his wrapped round yeah. me. I, th- th- there was one incident close to when he died, and I think he knew. He knew he was dying, and he knew he hadn't done it right. And he did. He gave me an hug. Even that, he felt it felt quite detached. But I knew what he was doing, and we didn't say anything. We just hugged. It were enough. It were yeah. enough. But as a result of this, I will admit, I don't find it easy to share my feelings. But I'm a, I'm a. Well, I'm not human. I'm bird. But you know, I'm a living creature. Yeah. Like any other. I have had heartbreak. I have felt pain. I've I've felt shame. 
I feel shame at times about certain things that have happened to me in my life. Things that I've done I don't really want to look back on. And I I am unable to process that because I cannot open up and share. So I create a veneer of this Jack the Lad sort of a character, yeah? Jack the Lad, always up for a good time, don't care about anything, right? Not true. It's all pushed down, pushed into the pit of my guts, my bird guts. Yeah, because ultimately I'm down the pub there for three and a half hours making everyone laugh. Plant a few seeds, you know, educating them. But I go home. I go home on my own. Sometimes I'll get a Chinese on the way back. Sometimes I won't. And I'm alone with my thoughts. And Sometimes I'll nick a steak if it's summer. I'll nick one on the way home. And it's, I'm not it, too pissed. It, 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 a lot like it's a burden. Sometimes I don't sleep. But, you know, you've got to just try and get through, haven't you? I'll go home. I might stick a film on. Um, I might stick on... Day of the Jackal, for instance, which is one of my favourites. <laughs> the original, not the remake with Val Kilmer. The original oh, Jesus one Christ, with Edward no. Potts. No. <laughs> Take another one. Take in a Pelham 1, 2, 3. I love that, but you never see the original, do you? They always show the remake. Is it Denzel Washington in Denzel that? Denzel Washington in it. Fuck it's off. not as good. It's not as good. It were a Tony Scott film. Now, Tony Scott, interested. Another fella who killed himself. Why? Well... You know, maybe Don't like know. me. Yeah. He was raised, raised in the northeast, very working class environment, like me. My daddy were a working bird. He weren't like me, gallivanting round the globe, you know, living off his wits. Be brightly he got up in the morning. He did normal industrial birding, right? Yeah. Like you had to in them days, right? Yeah, scavenging. He wouldn't, have known. He, he wouldn't have had. He wouldn't have fly to Argentina to help himself to a steak off some fucker's barbecue. He wouldn't have known what the fuck Argentina was. Wasn't the world he grew up in. Probably same for Tony Scott's dad. <laughs> Emotions sharing. You need to learn this stuff when you're a kid. And then Tony Scott find himself in the world of Hollywood, which is quite yeah. I don't know an open and affectionate world, I suppose. And maybe yeah. he didn't know how to cope. Just, Lots just, of hugging, just, the old double kissing. That yeah, would have not yeah. fucking thrown him sideways when we he first get, saw that. We get put in boxes. That's the thing. We get put in boxes, and we can't <laughs> always get out of them. And it's, oh, it's just I don't know. We just need to all be more open. We've all got a heart. We all have or had a mother, right? Yeah. The goodness comes from her. We all have a heart. Whether you're, I don't care if you're a bird or a human, it makes no fucking difference. We're all born right? the same. We come out of an egg or we come out of a fanny, whatever. We're all right. the same at birth. What is it that makes us... Put, wh- why do we get put in them boxes? If you're a seahorse, you come out of your dad, that, out of your dad's arse. I forgot to mention that. There is that as well, yeah. They're them, but still they're the same. Okay, I've got wings and a beak, right? You haven't, right? So what? So fucking yeah, it's what? It's just cosmetic right? differences. Physical appearance. So I can fly up in the sky. Fine. You know how to create fire. Good. Good for you. But end of the day, it's all irrelevant, right? We've all got beating hearts. We all hearts. have a heart in there. Beating, beating hearts, hearts the same. Oh, I would say so that. why don't we stop pigeonholing each other? and start to fucking love one another a bit more and show some understanding and some compassion. But tally that with a zero taxation state. Yeah, and also scrap universal credit, because that ain't working. It's it's exploited 
by fucking sponges, let me tell you, right? And I know them. I see them, right? Oh, I can't work, right? Because I've got bad back. Like fuck. I saw you up fucking Mega Bowl at the weekend, right? <laughs> Getting strike after strike <laughs> on a fucking date. Paid for by you. Me, if you don't mind, for my fucking taxes. And I'm not a grass by nature, but... You I fu- did grass. You, I, I did on this occasion, yeah. Yeah, because I've seen you there a few times now. And I've had enough. It's it infuriating to so me. So I rang the hotline. So <laughs> I said, get yourself damn fucking Mega Bowl now. Right, because that cunt from number 36, he's been claiming fucking universal credit for six months now because of his fucking supposed lumbago. Right, well... <laughs> I tell you what, it doesn't look like there's much lumbago going on down at Mega Bowl tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> this episode. That's the twits. Uh, that's the roly poly bird. Uh, we'll be back with more of this next week. <laughs> Take the appendix. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.